Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman & Associates. Now here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. Thanks so much for joining me today. My motivational quote today is, is an, by an interesting person, Bruce Lee, and it says, if we spend too much time thinking about a thing, you'll never get it done. Without profits, you don't have a business. To have profits, you need clients. To get clients, you need to market. There are, me there are many ways to market your business. How do you figure out what will have the biggest impact on your business? How do you do it all? It gets overwhelming really fast, doesn't it? So how do we stop overthinking and start moving in the direction of profit? Here's the thing. No marketing strategy will help you unless you follow it. That means you need a solid and realistic plan that focuses on the right strategies for you and your business and a foundation from which to act so you can turn your marketing into clients and profits. Would you like to learn how to stop overworking and do the right things to make more money? Woohoo! Would you like to create the foundation to increase your profits and revenues? Would you like to break working in your business and discover the key to working on your business for big profits? I know you do. Of course you do. My guest today is Carrie Green. Carrie is a speaker, coach, and author of two books. Uh, first book, Because You're Worth It, How to Make More Money by Charging More Money. That's a good concept. And her second book, Chaos to Cash. I love this one. An Entrepreneur's Guide to Eliminating Chaos, Overwhelm, and Procrastination so you, you Create Unlimited Profit. She works with entrepreneurs on marketing, sales, and creating a business they want instead of the one everyone tells them to have. Get ready to unlock some secrets and define your profit so you don't leave money on the table. Carrie, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be here with you. And, you know, I have to admit, as you were reading or speaking of some of the stuff at the beginning about, you know, the foundation of your business and all that stuff, I'm thinking, oh, wow, I want to learn that too. What am I going to do? Am I on the wrong side of this call? <laughs> you know what's so funny? You know when you write something, like if you're de I'm developing a program right for a client and I'm writing stuff and then you go away and then you come back and you start reading it and you think, oh, I want to know how to do that. You wrote it. You know how to do it, right? But it sounds so good. It's funny. What did somebody recently, um, I don't know, one of the shows, and um, they responded to me, oh, you're brilliant, you know, whatever. It was, very, it was a very lovely email. And I said, oh, my goodness, you would want me, uh, you're making me want to hire me, you know. <laughs> so we always, yeah. Yeah, we always appreciate those kind words, right? Cause we, we always we, do. And we always teach what we need to learn. And I think that for all of us to know, like wherever you are in your productivity and organization journey and your how do I cross things off my to-do list journey, I think it's just something to know that there's always more to learn. There's always more to do. There's always more coming at us that we have to now figure out how to throw into that system or that process or whatever. And it's just – you just – it's just always learning, and that's who we are in life. So there you go. And that's a good thing. You're learning, you're growing, right? So that to Absolutely. me is that's a okay. So let's. I, I like that you started um, using the word productivity. I get this a lot, and I know I'm sure you do too. Productivity is hard. Why? Why have you found it to be so hard for everybody? 
Well, let's talk to the entrepreneur. Actually, I think this applies to everybody. I work primarily with the entrepreneurs. So let me tell you what I'm seeing with my clients and the people that I'm interacting with. And one of the things I'm seeing is that we get so much input. Uh, I read a statistic that we get more mail in a month than our grandparents and parents got in a lifetime. Wow. And that's just mail. That's just the crap coming through the door. That doesn't include all the email. That doesn't include those times you're on Facebook and they're hitting you with ads because you happen to visit a website and look at one thing for something else, and now you're getting all those ads also. You know, it's, you're, we just have so much stuff hitting us that what ends up happening is that there are so many options, so many distractions, so many diversions. And in addition to that, there's the feeling that we have to do it all. Uh, Part of my bio that you read says that I really work with my clients to create the business they want instead of the business everyone thinks they should have. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that here you are, and you host a radio show. You host several radio shows. So you may say to somebody, you may say to me, Carrie, you need to have a radio show. It is the best way to grow your business. And now I'm going to think, okay, Connie's got a great business. I need to do a radio show. No, I need to do three radio shows because that's what Connie's doing, and I need to do that also. And then somebody else says to me who has a good business, wow, you've got to do more in-person networking because unless you're doing in-person networking, nothing's going to happen. Now let's say I've done primarily online work. So now I'm thinking, okay, in-person networking. They go to four networking meetings a week. I need to go to four. And all of a sudden, all of these gurus that we're listening to, and many of them are very smart, and all the information they're sharing is right. I mean, sure, there are some that are just wrong and everything else. But for the most part, the input that we're getting from the people around us, all the ads, all the marketing, all that information, it's real, it's good, it's valid, and we're thinking we have to add it all to our list. And what ends up happening when we do that is that we try to do it all and we fail miserably, or we have it all on our to-do list and we do none of it, or we start doing the wrong things. You don't do it well. It's it's very, very difficult to get a handle on all those things and to actually do what you need to do. I may, go ahead. You have a question? I, I was going to say, I, I like what you're saying because, um, you know, I get a ton of emails. You subscribe to a newsletter and you get five more and you're thinking, what is this, right? And then you yep. read it and you think, oh, that's an interesting article. Let me read that. And then let me read the next one. And all of a sudden, a half hour has gone by. Yes, it's great. I'm learning. I'm, I'm gaining knowledge. Fabulous. But I had other things on my to-do list for today or for the day. So it it works, these gurus, I, I do think you're right. They know what they're talking about. And often I read and I go, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I do that. Okay, so it works for me. But you might read the same article and say, oh, I would never approach it that way. That's okay. What works for them might not work for me or for you. So you really do have to find out what works. And I I think that's important. And I think as we get pulled, like you said, we're getting regular mail, the snail mail. We're getting emails, phone calls, networking. Um, Oh, my God, it's overwhelming. How do you fit it all in? Um, you got to pick and choose, right? You do really need to pick and choose. pick and choose. And, you know, it's more than what works. It's also what fits into your strategy. Absolutely. 
And you know, let me just tell you a quick little story. I love telling stories about revealing just, you know, what did Carrie do this time stories. I, you know, I help my clients with productivity, and this is clearly something I do. If you go back to my background, when I started my business, gosh, it's 13 years ago, uh, when I started my business, I started actually as a professional organizer. It didn't last very long. I was a professional organizer for months. That's about as long as I could handle it. It's a very, very hard job. And then started coaching people primarily on organization and productivity. And so this is what I do. And during this time, I had a pile of paper on my desk. And this pile was all potential revenue. It was fabulous ideas of classes to teach, articles to write, articles to read to gain understanding, things for clients. I mean, this was all really, really good stuff. And I don't keep a lot, so this was really good stuff. And this pile of paper was sitting on my desk for months. And I'd move it and I'd shift it and I'd straighten the edges a little bit and everything else. And one day I finally went through it. And I... And we could talk about the questions I asked myself afterwards, but I went through it very, very, very quickly and ended up saving three pieces of paper and throwing out the rest. Wow. Um, Two of the things, I don't even remember what it said. I just threw them out. The other thing had the words declutter day on it, and that became the basis of every single thing I've ever done since then. And did I choose the right piece of paper? I have no idea. But I chose something which enabled me to do it. Yeah. Yeah. One thing, not 50 things, right? That, you know, you can't have 50 things on you. I love people go, oh, I have 50 things on my to-do list. Well, good for you. You're not going to get any of them done. You know, if mm-hmm. you have more than seven, yeah. you're, you've just shot yourself in the foot. So, yeah. all right. So how, let's talk about to-dos now because I know everybody has the to-do list. And I love the people <laughs> who will accomplish something that wasn't on their to-do list. And I know people like this and I, it, it, I understand the psychology, but it tickles me every time. They complete it. It wasn't on their to-do list. They write it on their to-do list so they could cross it out. I get it. It just makes you feel productive. Hey, that works for you. Go for it. So I how do, do you get a handle on the to-do list? I know. It's adorable. <laughs> I love it. I think it's awesome. How do you get a handle? Got it. So yeah. it's more than just a to-do list. This is really about the overall ideas and the overall strategy for your business. And I like to do something called a brain dump. Now, a couple of things before I even tell you what a brain dump is. Your brain dump isn't going to be perfect once I explain it to you. Your brain dump should not take you too much time, 20 minutes max. I don't give it tons of time. And do not judge yourself or the list. Really important. Just a couple of caveats there before I even tell you what it is. Okay. And then what I do with my clients, I personally like paper and pencil or paper and pen. That's what I work best with. Me too. Some people. Some people like using a whiteboard, a large flipboard, flip chart paper. Some people do it in a Word document, an Excel spreadsheet, or there's even mind mapping, extra, uh, mind mapping software you could use as well. But gather all the ideas. Just gather them together. Don't say, like, oh, you know, don't look at the idea. Oh, yeah, I know. I've been meaning to read that book for 90 years now, and it's still on this tube. Just gather it all together. Gather all your little post-it notes. Gather all the little to-do lists, the little slips of paper that are here and there. Gather all the things that are in your email that you've left in your in- inbox because you just want to remember. Gather it all in one place. And that's a brain dump. Again, do not put much time into it. You'll get enough, I promise you. And if you don't get that many things, it's okay. 
don't judge yourself saying I should have done this already. It doesn't matter. This is just a snapshot of where you are. And by doing a brain dump, it enables you to stop having to keep it all in your brain. It enables you to stop worrying about what's around you that you're missing and skipping. It enables you to just have a concept of what it is you need to do or want to do or have thought about doing or feel that you should do or could do or one of these days might do. Just gather it all together. And that's the brain dump. And that's really the first step of how to start to get a handle on your to-dos. And then you apply what your strategy to your business is. And I could talk about that when you're ready. Yeah, I, I love that brain dump because it gets the clutter out of your head, literally the clutter out of your head, and onto paper, and now it's, it's my word, documented, so that you don't have to think about it anymore, and then, okay, so now I have this list, this brain dump, what do I do then? How do I, how do I strategize it? Well, what I like to do is I start to look at what's most important for my business, and it's at a snapshot in time, so what's... You know, at various points in my business when my children were younger, for me, time was the most important. More important than money, more important than clients, more important than anything else, I needed time. Other times in my business, I may have needed clients. Other times in my business, I may have needed money. Now, clients and money are a different thing. I Mm. could sell many, many, many copies of my book. They all kind of become clients, but... They're $20 a piece, and I don't make $20 on a book, so I'm not making much money. Whereas if I sell one or two people into a coaching program or they come to my mastermind or anything like that, I'm making more money. So they are different. So recognize what is most important for you and your business right now. Is it leads? Is it revenue generation? Whatever it is. And then start to look through the list that you've created in your brain dump and compare it to your strategy and ask yourself truly what's most important for you and your business right now. I'm writing that down. Um, I like that. So do the brain dump, compare it to your strategy, and then pick the, I I would say, one or two things to act on or move on today. Yeah. Is that it's more, it's more than today, like for me, like when I went through that pile of paper, it was kind of like a brain dump. It wasn't truly one because you know, it was a pile of paper. But I asked myself questions like, if I don't do this, what can I do instead? Mm. If I do this, what can't I do? Because time is finite. Will doing this help, me, help bring me to where I want in my business? Are there other options, other things I could be doing that will get me there quicker? Or maybe that I'll enjoy more, or maybe that I'll find easier to do it, or I could get help doing. So, you know, those are different questions. And actually, a lot of those questions are in my book, Chaos to Cash. But it's using those kind of questions to guide yourself as you're going through that list and truly crossing things off. And what this becomes is there are some little tasks that you're going to just do and Make sure they still apply to your overall strategy. But really what you're going to circle is one or two big things that are some of the on-your-business stuff as opposed to the in-your-business stuff. In-your-business, to me, means the stuff that makes you money today. On-your-business is the stuff that will make you money tomorrow. 
Yeah, yeah, because you always have to look for that growth potential because uh, you might have a million clients today, and if your contracts <coughs> or your agreements um, expire, uh, all of a sudden you can be at ground zero again. So we, we have to constantly fill that funnel for future business as well and constantly scale our business, I, I would think, you know, unless you're happy with, you know, whatever level you're at, that's fine too. Um, so, yeah, we always have to worry about today because we have bills today, and then we also have to worry about tomorrow that we, we continue to thrive in whatever your business is and that it, it really doesn't dry up. I love that. I love the brain dump. I love the to-do list and how you kind of merge the two and mm -hmm. to pick one or two strat one or two things that that fit into your business strategy, again, for profitability, productivity, whatever it is that you're looking for, more clients, time, mm -hmm. et cetera. So that was a good description. All right, let's take a quick break, um, and then we come, we, when we come back, we'll talk about what things belong on the to-do list and how to get them done, okay? You got it. Awesome. It's a shame when you're feeling stuck in your business and you feel like you have nowhere to turn. It's a shame when you slog through long days in your business and you don't get any return. It's a shame when you feel like you can't see the forest for the trees and your business brings you to your knees. Einstein said repeating the same actions over and over won't produce different results. So stop feeling ashamed. Your business and you deserve better. Change that shame into righteous fame. Connie Whitman can tame that shame. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates will help you to discover your new path, and nothing will ever be the same. Connie's tried and true one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions will tame that shame so you and your business will not continue in vain. Call Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates today at 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Call Connie. Turn that shame into your game. Okay, we are back. We're speaking with Carrie Green, author, coach, entrepreneur, and we're really talking about productivity, but productivity not just to get more done in a day, it's productivity to get more profit in your day. At least that's how I'm interpreting this, uh, Carrie. It, whether it's more profitable with your time, more profitable with your money, more profitable with your resources. Um, so in some way, productivity impacting um, your life in a big way. So obviously to-do lists we, we all have them you know my habit is I have my to-do list I do it before I leave my office at night so when I come in in the morning bam I'm hitting the ground running um, that's that's me I know some people like to do it in the morning they meditate and they come up with their to-do list that you know whatever works for you now now that you figured out the to-do list and what belongs on your to-do list by doing the brain dump and all of that how do you get the things on your to-do list done there are a couple of things to really think about here. And first of all, it's let me just see. I can do. I'm, gonna, I'm switching away. I'm going to describe this. Let me describe it a little bit differently. There are a lot of things that go into creating an environment for yourself that works. And the first thing you need to do is understand yourself. And what I mean by this is, let me tell you about a client of mine that I worked with a while ago, an attorney, and he explained to me that he had a lot of things to do, and yet one of the things that was just so incredibly difficult for him was doing the research and writing the briefs and all that kind of attorney stuff. And the things that were easy for him that he could kind of do no matter what were have interactions with clients, get on the phone with clients, have meetings with you know, either other attorneys or clients or whatever he was doing. But that was the stuff that was easy for him. 
And yet he had to get those briefs done. He had to get that work done because, well, those are good billable hours and he needs to do it. It's part of his job. So what we started to look at was how he functions best during his day. How does he wake up? How does he work? And what we realized is that he is most alert from about lunchtime, 12, 1 o'clock, to about 3, 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So what we did as much as we could was shifted his work schedule so that the meetings, the interaction with other people was in the morning that, because that was just naturally something he could do. The harder stuff, he set aside time as much as he could. You know, schedules aren't perfect for any of us. So he set aside the afternoon for doing that research and doing the briefs. And putting in those kind of billable hours there. And by doing that, paying attention to who you are makes getting any of this work done, especially the work that's harder for you done. So are you a morning person? Are you an afternoon person? Are you an evening person? If you're an afternoon person, don't try to do the hardest thing on your to-do list first thing in the morning. It's not going to work. If I remember I was speaking with one woman she had just moved into a new office, and she had all these boxes of things, and trying, like, she just couldn't get around to doing it. And she told me that her plan was to get all the work done she needed to do over the course of the day, and then at the end of the day, spend an hour or two unpacking the boxes. Turns out she was so wiped out by the end of the day. A month later, these boxes are still there. Two months later, these boxes are still there. Wow. So we shifted her day around for her very simply and said, all right, when you get in, you're going to start a little bit later. Get in, unpack two boxes, move on through your day. Next morning, get in, unpack two boxes, move on with your day. And while it didn't get done instantly, it got done. So it's pay attention to who you are. Another piece of paying attention to who you are is what do you need around you to get the work done. So I do a lot of writing. And I could write very well in a noisy environment. You can put me in a coffee shop. You can put me on an airplane. I do really well writing on an airplane in an airport lounge kind of thing. I could do a lot of writing and get a lot of stuff really knocked out. However, I cannot edit in that noisy environment. I need quiet. So while I might be able to write it and get a pretty good piece, in order for me to really feel comfortable with it, I need to review it in a quiet environment and ship it off that way. So what do you need to support you? How clear does your environment need to be for you to get these things done? Uh, I've at I have a fairly clear desk, yet at times like the things just pile up and I have work to do and I can't focus on it. I will just gather up on what's on my desk and put it behind me so I can't see it and get my work done. It's interesting that you say that because when you were describing the, the woman who had all the boxes, she had moved and then you know months yeah. later the boxes were still there until you shifted how she organized her day, that would that visual distraction would drain me. So, you, yeah, totally. So I, I, and then again, the, when you're, my desk gets messy, it drains me. So, yeah. I, you know, I love, I loved before you said a declutter day where you just kind of take everything and either eliminate or um, file it, you know, to look at later, whatever, whatever works for you. Um, but yeah, your work environment really does matter. You know, I light a candle every morning when I walk into my office. Um, you know, sometimes they have beautiful smells, sometimes they're not. Just that there's that candle lit is very um, tranquil 
to me. And so I do it every day. So you have to, I, I like that you've included that as well. The other thing I think that we all get are distractions, whether it be, I know people who you email them, they respond immediately. I think, oh my God, were they waiting for my email? I'm not that important, right? <laughs> um, you know, the phone rings and you're in the middle of something. You know, I'm, I, I don't respond to emails immediately. I schedule it on my day. I don't respond to the phone if I'm in the middle of something. You know, unless I, it's somebody I've been waiting for to speak with, I yeah. absolutely will pick it up. But if it's not an urgent call or I'm not sure who it is, I let it go to voicemail. Um, because I'm in the I'm in the deep thought, and I to shift out and shift back in, I feel like I waste time. So how do we minimize or eliminate distractions to the best of our ability? You know, one client that I had shared with me that the most important lesson he learned working with me, and he paid me good money. But the most important lesson he learned from me was that you could shut the "you've got mail" feature on your on your incoming in email, so that mm-hmm. it wasn't popping up constantly. Because those distractions are debilitating. It takes. Uh, there's a study that was done. I think it was actually done. I'm trying to remember. I know Microsoft did some work on it. I don't think it's a Microsoft study. Uh, I don't remember who did it. Um, in any case, it takes 17 minutes to get back into the flow after you've yes. been distracted. Yes. And it's an amazingly large amount of time. And multitasking, as much as we think we're amazing multitaskers, yeah, we really do suck at it. Yes, so, <laughs> Just like you know, a little public service announcement, you're really not as good as you think you are at multitasking, but there you go. It's so, true. Um, so with that in mind, it's things like shutting your ringers, shutting your uh, you've got mail features. It's, um, I use, uh, I'll tell you both of them. There's one for uh, Apple. There's one for PC. On the Apple, it's, self con- um, yeah, it's selfcontrolapp.com. And what it does is it enables you to lock yourself out of all those things that you tend to go to. I tend to be in the middle of doing something difficult and then all of a sudden find myself taking a break for just two minutes on Facebook. And that's bad. So it shuts down all those things and it shuts it down for a certain amount of time and it's very, very, very difficult to find your way around it. On a PC, I use something called Cold Turkey uh, and that's another app very, very similar that you can schedule things. You could have a come on, come off. It, it's, it's a pretty robust program. Uh, they're both free. They're both very, very usable, very good. So I love it. Selfcontrolapp.com and cold turkey. I love uh, it. Two things that I like to use. So it's shut those things down purposefully. It's also about other people. So like when somebody comes over to you, if you're in, a, in an open workspace saying, I'm sorry, I'm working on something, it might be putting on headphones and listening to music or putting on headphones and not listening to music so that people around you see what you're doing. It's about recognizing for yourself that if somebody wants to make an appointment with you and you know that that afternoon time is your valuable time, say, you know what, I'm sorry, I'm busy, let's reschedule at a different time. Yeah. It's about saying to people, you know, I'd love to have this conversation with you, but right now my brain is doing something else. I'm in the middle of this project. Can we schedule this conversation so that I can give you my full attention tomorrow morning at 10 or whatever time? So it's paying attention to those kind of things in order for you to get the things that you need to do done and to give yourself the environment, the opportunity, the time, and the space to do it. 
Absolutely. And I, I call it owning my time. Um, I don't let people derail me, especially like with the emails. Uh, now, I know some people, you have to respond to your emails fairly quickly. That's part of your job. Totally get that. I'm not, and I know I'm not that busy, so I, I'm not that um, important. So when emails come, if uh, you know, I check them first thing in the morning, so that uh, if I'm looking for something or I'm waiting on something, or if, I, if somebody needs my response, I, I check my emails before everybody else gets in. So this way, they don't respond immediately back to me that I could get my work done. And then before lunch, I check. After lunch, I check. And then at the end of the day, so yeah, really scheduling. Yeah, another thing to think about with emails, usually an email or a phone call or anything like that is somebody else's priority. Yes, that's right. For your own. Yeah, that's right. And I don't, I don't allow it. And yeah. if I'm waiting on someone um, and they're going to email me information, I'll tell them, do me a favor. I'm not checking my emails or I'm on the plane or whatever it is that I'm traveling text me so that as soon as I can get into my email, I'll do it. I'll put you at the top of the priority because you're a priority of what I'm working on. And they're like, oh, that's great. So now they don't expect me to respond to the text and look at it immediately. I just tell them, You'll, I'll look for your email first because we're working on something and you are a priority. And that seems to work really well. People appreciate, I think, when you're honest about your time and prioritizing them into your schedule, um, it makes them feel important and valued as well, and it, it works for everybody. Um, we have literally three minutes left, so okay. what are some solutions people can use right now after listening to the show today? Okay, a couple things. I know your to-do list is going to end up being filled up of all the things that just have to get done, all those in-the-business things. With the on-your-business things, the one or two things you've picked up from your, my, uh, from your brain dump, break that up into steps and plot out just a little thing or a couple of things that you can do moving that big project forward so that your business grows and you don't just get stuck in what you have to get done today. Really, really important. Make sure that the plan you're creating is real and no, break it into minuscule steps, asking yourself, if there's only one thing I could accomplish today, what would that be, and what is truly the first step that I need to get that one thing done? Yeah, take the time to think. Yeah, taking that one or two or five minutes to think will save you hours and hours and hours of time. Yeah, and the other uh, the other big thing that you said today, I think, with the distractions, to eliminate the distractions, um, you know what? Download that software on your phone or on your PC, the selfcontrolapp.com or the cold mm -hmm. turkey for the PC. I think that's uh, too brilliant, to, especially, here's the thing, I have no problem ignoring my email, so I, I don't need to lock myself out and all of that. I'm pretty disciplined, right? If you're not, if you, you know, you see the shiny object and you're chasing it, put these things things in place so that you, you you can control yourself or your desire to look on Facebook or whatever it is. Um, so I think they're two great tools as well. And the, the other thing um, you alluded to, Carrie, is that you know, you say I don't have the time to take the, you know, three, five minutes at the end of the day, morning, whenever it is for you to really look at that to-do list and prioritize it so that you make a step forward in whatever it is that you're uh, trying to accomplish in your business, right? 
you really do have to think about and use your mind, I think, to accomplish and become more, more pr productive. Yeah. We have to be mindful in where we're spending our time and not get, not allow distractions because, you know, we're making an impact on the world. And if I'm distracted by the minutia in life, I'm not getting done what I need to get done to impact the world. So, you know, it's bigger. I think we need to look at it, too, that what we're trying to accomplish as entrepreneurs or leaders in organizations, whatever it is, you're making a difference to someone, something, um, and something bigger than ourselves. So clear your mind and put the time in to really approach things with clarity and strategy, not haphazardly. And oh my God, it's on my to-do list that you have. I, I, I love the title of your book because we really, we live in chaos. We need to get control of it. Yes, we do. Yeah. We absolutely do. Yeah, I, I thank you so much uh, for being on. Again, you guys, um, Carrie's book, Because You're Worth It, How to Make More Money by Charging More, and uh, by Charging More Money, and, and the second book, Chaos to Cash, which really resonates, I think, with the topic we have today, right? Carrie is an entrepreneur's guide to eliminating chaos, overwhelm, and procrastination so you can create the ultimate profit. Um, you know what? They're quick reads. I've read both books. I, you know what? They're really, really useful. And trust me, I know you're like, oh, I'm good with my time management and all of that and productivity. Trust me, you'll come out with a couple of more things to make you even more um, profitable uh, for yourself, your business, whatever it is. So um, definitely uh, check them out. Now, two things. Uh, I promise I'll post it on the Web Talk Radio website. If you want to go to uh, Carrie's website and see all the stuff she offers, Go to www.carriegreencoaching, and green is with an E, so it's C-A-R-R-I-E-G-R-E-E-N-E, and then coaching.com, or you can email her directly at carrie at carriegreencoaching.com. Also, don't forget, send me your stories, emails, requests, if I can help you in any way um, with your sales success um, coaching endeavors at your organization, uh, please reach out to me. Email me directly at Connie at .com. And remember, I do look at them personally and respond to them personally. I do not have anyone respond um, to my personal emails because you're reaching out to me for a reason. I respond to that. So please share your stories. Uh, Carrie, thank you so much uh, again for being on it, just being such a great guest. I, I really enjoy, um, you, this is our second show, uh, so go back. You can look for Carrie on the uh, platform, all the archive shows. I, I just love our conversations, and I think they're needed topics. Um, we're just so busy that we, we all need help. You know, We really do all need help with this. And it's always such a pleasure to be here with you. So thank you for inviting me. Thank you for inviting me back. And thank you for just being in my corner. Love oh, you got it. Yeah, my, we're one of my main peeps. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. Thanks so much. Go out there. Have an inspired and productive week, everybody. Been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me.